Hello, hello. Welcome to our 11th episode of Horror Stories. I am your host, Kelly, and I am here with my co-host, Ms. Sasha Powers. Sasha, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. What's going on, girl? I'm like hyped up today. I'm just, I don't know. Tell me about it. I mean, I'm just like in work mode. I'm working multiple jobs at this point, so that's why I'm just like, let's go, 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 go. That's a, that's the a vibe today. Hey, <laughs> you got the hustle. You're doing yeah. the hustle, girl. For, for so sure. we we actually, um, it's been a little while uh, since we recorded an episode, um, and we've seen each other mm-hmm. since yeah. we recorded. I had so much fun. We yeah. went to the art museum here in Kansas City, the Nelson, and it was amazing. Do you have a favorite piece of art, Sasha, that you saw that day? Um, or a favorite aspect of the museum? I mean, I love that. I love that museum. I've gone since I was a kid. Um, but I think I always like looking at like the French imperialism, like the very like soft paintings of like Monet and all that. Um, but then I also, Impressionists. I also like the garden, which we didn't get to go to the garden, but I want to go for sure. We'll do that next time. I love the sculpture garden and I want to play some miniature golf when we're out there, if we can, if that's open. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that. Yeah. For those of you who are in Kansas City, you probably know about it, but if you've never been, um, and it is a destination too for out of towners, the Nelson Adkins Museum of Art is great. We hit the older part we saw some i'm i'm all about the weird religious art with the freaky jesuses who are like (laughs) they're like all kind of weird and deformed deformed and and yeah it looks like an 11 year old suckling (laughs) on mary's breast like she's the head of la leche or some shit yeah it's fucking hilarious and then there's a set of armor in there like a horse and like uh, a set of armor on top of the horse um and just like, you know, the size of the, the people that used to be so tiny. I mean, it's like whoever wore that must have been 100 pounds soaking wet. So yeah, it's just interesting to see shit. And then if you go over, we've got a contemporary side, too. And that's, oh, I love the contemporary God, side. I, I love I contemporary I art. It big. Like, it, that contemporary side is huge. Way bigger than when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Did they expand it or something? No, that's a good question. They've got this section. um, They were just closing out the Art Deco exhibition that they had, which was fabulous. So they have a section. They have a section of the museum that is um, changes uh, with different exhibitions. And then the parts that we saw were, were really neat. In fact, they've got it a lot of african and native american art mixed in which is really incredible so i don't know i appreciate that shit sourced that's my only concern about that stuff yeah yeah hopefully so well i guess it's not as bad as the british museum when you go there oh my gosh i just um, watched a colbert report on that oh man that that just like makes me angry watching his show were they talking about the parthenon they were talking about is he talking the, about um, is it Elgin Marbles? Uh, he, they were just talking about the sourcing of all of their art, which is like they basically chopped off statues and took it and said it's mine. You don't, you can't have it because you don't treat it well enough. Which is like an arbitrary yep. thing to say; it's just meaningless. So anyway, enough about art. Yeah. i mean i saw cleopatra's mummy there it's like she's she's a little out of place yep in the british museum that's where she yep yep that's where she is i know isn't that a trip it's wild yeah so you know you're viewing it with an eye toward it was all ripped off but it's pretty fascinating nonetheless and i will never make it to those other countries where things got ripped off so i you know, I'm, uh, 
appreciative that it was there, but I understand it's, uh, it's history. But, um, anyway, so that was a fun, that was a fun time. How was your Christmas? Is it, has it been since And Christmas? New Year's. I feel like we talked after Christmas, no? Did we? I don't know. No, we didn't. Because I had a horror story from Christmas I didn't tell you about. <laughs> oh, okay. My Christmas was very low-key, which was much needed. I've just been just easily overwhelmed lately. So that was nice. And my New Year's, I stayed in. And what did we do? We were playing Nintendo when midnight struck. <laughs> that oh, that's very cool. Sober, and it was great. I was fine not staying at or going out and drinking. And um, it was raining out here for a long time, so it's been Weird. rainy and cold. Um, so, yeah. It's been really nice, but then it's like all I, we have all these events and stuff after the holidays that I've just been consuming a lot of my time. Like that's why I, I went. I saw you when I went to Kansas City for a wedding, which the wedding was great, mm-hmm. and I wore this like sexy little black dress. You look so fabulous. <laughs> my scandalous. Which tattoo? tattoo? Which tattoo? How many tattoos do you have, and what do you have? Um, I have one. Two, three. I only have four, four tattoos. Uh, most of them are on my arms. Like I have my dog, my dog print tattoo, and a dragonfly with some lavender and a little crescent moon. But then on my thigh is like this huge um, death moth. And so it was like a really fancy wedding, but I was like, "Oops, my." My thigh is showing with my thigh tattoo. Hopefully, uh, my friend's parents don't think I'm a whore. That's kind of what was going mm. through my mind. <laughs> or maybe or they, they do. I like it. That's fine. And so what? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Probably, that yeah. actually probably was the actual case. Yeah, no. Um, and we're okay with I all of it. I felt super sexy, which makes me want to just find other events to dress up sexy for it very rarely do i want to dress sexy purposefully these days so yeah i usually don't do that because my feet hurt i can't wear heels (laughs) anymore so i just you know i remember you used to wear heels all the time right yep like yeah never once did i see you without heels kind of Mm -hmm. vibe yeah, I'm paying the price now and can wear no heels at all. So <laughs> I filled my heel quota Yeah. Uh, by the time I was 50 and now I'm into flats and um, uh, uh, boots and things that are completely without heels. So it's all right. Um, I know it happened kind of overnight, but here we are. Um, well, that sounds good. Yeah, what sometimes your... it's fun to lay low. Yeah. What was your Christmas horror story? I want to know. So, um, it was a really fun, really <laughs> low you key. Have a, you have a grin across your face already, <laughs> just for the viewers, um, <laughs> for the listeners. I guess. I I asked. I asked my boyfriend the other night if I could mention it on the podcast and he was like, I don't care. Um, (laughs) But we were, we were, it was just us and it was such a nice night. I just made some dinner for us and we hung out here and we were watching this freaky Christmas carol on FX. Have you seen that Christmas carol that's got like backstory about Mary Cratchit and about Scrooge and what he went through as a child and gives you a little bit of like backstory as to why, you know, a little more backstory as to why he might be a cunt, you know, did, you kind of, you get a, this year. Um, I think it came out maybe 2019, 20, I can't know, maybe no, a little later than that. that, but he had seen it twice. So I know it was out last year and this year, but we were, what, we were just on the couch watching that, and I was just like, 
if I take my pants off, would you just, just like rub me? And he was like, sure. So we just, we were watching A Christmas Carol and I was like, Donald Duck in it, no pants on, on my couch. Um, kind of, uh. Orgasmic uh, meditation without the the cult the culty aspect, nice. um, and uh, it was pretty fun. I had to apologize to him the next day because I realized I was moaning through most of the movie. But um, <laughs> well, thankfully he's seen it before. Yeah, he's seen it before, so it was just fun to be able to ask him that, and nothing like. Not like, will you do me now or anything like that? It wasn't like that. It was just kind of like, it was what I wanted. And he was like, yeah, look, let's do it. That's amazing. Yeah. So I have always struggled to kind of ask for that. Like ask for something without giving something in return, which I just feel like women, I think as women, it's very difficult for us, but we should do that more frequently. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a note from you. Just ask for something. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. I actually explained to him the other night that what happens is it's like you hear me on this podcast, and I've had all these crazy experiences, and I've been literally whoring it up since like 1983. <laughs> but it's like when I get into the bedroom with a man, I get real, real subby. I just, I start to, I just hand that power over and sort of look at him like, now what? And sometimes, you know, nine times out of 10, I'm going to be the one with more experience. Right. So I'm trying to learn how to kind of put some of that aside. I, I know exactly where it comes from and why I am that way. And there's nothing wrong with it. But I think that. Um, I'm never upset when I take a little more control. Like, you know, the other night I mentioned something about, um, you know, do you want to see me come with, you know, make myself come with my toy or whatever. And I just kind of put that out there. And, um, of course it's, he's super GGG. Um, so that was fun, but, I just need to remember to, you know, kind of come up with some suggestions and, um, you know, kind of break out of the box a little bit. Not that, uh, there's anything wrong with him being in charge. I like that too. Right. But, but I just have to kind of make a, a cognizant effort to push it forward and be more assertive sometimes because I just get into that subby space. It's just well, kind of yeah. my nature. Sometimes I've asked for them to take control because I just don't want to. Like, I'm because I'm the same way. I'm super subby. I'm like, you know, you lead me when I would have a much more pleasurable experience if I just like helped them <laughs> lead lead them, but not actually. Uh, taking control of the situation entirely right right but kind of you know maybe maybe evening it out a little bit or making it a little bit less uh one is sub one is dom you're kind of switching back and forth um in a way that you know sometimes that doesn't exist maybe dom and sub isn't even the the right the right word for that but uh so yeah I've been trying to to do that a little bit more and kind of take charge but it's not something that um you know like I said there's nothing wrong in that department it's all fun it's just me trying to kind of push out of my box and get comfortable in some a different role you know what I mean I did try something new uh, recently that I've never tried before, and it's so minor. It's such a little thing that you would think is so dumb. Uh, uh-uh, go. Tell me. I mean, I, you know, I get on top a lot, but I've never gone on top with, like, feet on bed doing, like, a full squat position. 
Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Where you're like literally just squatting and bouncing on your, uh, basically your right. quads. Um, for some reason, I don't know why that seems like a really vulnerable position for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, oh, not mm-hmm. flattering or something like that. So I've never done it or I didn't think I was physically capable of doing it or, you know, I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I had these holdups and then I told my partner like, Hey, I'm going to try this eventually. And when I do just know that like, this is the first time I've ever tried it (laughs) and I feel a little vulnerable and it might not go well, Mm -hmm. but just letting you know. And he was like all for it. And was really helpful and enjoyed it. And there was some part, like some noises that I was uncomfortable with because that's like a lot of, it's like a lot of skin touching skin, you know? So there was some like deep claps that I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I like how deep that is, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, oh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of (laughs) flabbiness there, but whatever. He enjoys it. I have to get over it. Uh, But anyway, I did it and I enjoyed it. And then I was like, so I was like, oh, my God, that was so dumb that I wasted so much time thinking this isn't going to be worth it. You know? Right. Would you explain to me again what position this was? Was he laying flat on the bed and then you're... Like, just straddling him? Straddling like, him, but, like, my feet are flat on the bed, like, Oh, on side, okay. And then, like, okay, okay, on him. Like, and I put, like, my, my weight kind of, like, behind him, like, on his thighs. Like, holding his right, thighs. Right, right. Um, but for some reason, like, that, you see it in porn all the time. Like, it's, like, not a crazy position here. Like, this is pretty vanilla shit. But... I had never done it before. Uh, yeah, that requires knee strength that I do not yeah, possess. Yeah, like it's a certain athletic ability that I didn't think I had. But, you know, I don't know. I just felt really encouraging that I tried something. Good. <laughs> How fun. Yeah. It's always fun to try something new, especially when it's something that um, you like and you are thinking you might do it again sometime were you vaginally anally what was the sitch vaginally that's just you think you're trying to get like a certain position that's more Mm -hmm. pleasurable for both of us i guess what do you think about like would you try anal that way Mm -hmm. i don't have enough control over it right now like I wouldn't want to do that and go, like, somehow injure myself by falling, you know, right. too deep or something like right. that. Um, yeah, I definitely would want more control. Like, so if something were to go not feel right, it's easily abort, abort, <laughs> you know? Right, right, uh, right. But I'm not like I opposed to it. Just it 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 really takes a lot of leg strength, and like to the point where like I think we went we walked around the block or something, or took my dog out for a walk afterwards, and I was like, "You need give me a second to get down these stairs." <laughs> this is right, be, right. <laughs> give me a moment, okay? <laughs> like I just did a full workout here. <laughs> so but it was worth it yeah it was worth it yeah for sure plus like if i keep on doing it you know it's a good workout honestly it's a great workout hopefully my thighs will bulk up or something totally totally do you have um a favorite position when it comes to piv penis and vagina it's gonna be like your typical positions that like I am getting dominated over so Mm -hmm. it's doggy style or missionary I like being on top is is pleasurable it's just not what gets me going mentally um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or like 
when you're like, I don't know what position this is called, but when you're laying flat on the bed and they just like get on top of you and come in from behind, it's not doggy style because you're like mm -hmm. laying flat. Um, that's right, hot. right. Oh I yeah, kinda that's like nice. that, I like that like feeling that. of like the grunting in your ear. <laughs> yes, yes, and that weight and, like, the of somebody. And the weight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the weight of that. That's really nice. Yeah, I like that position also. <laughs> totally yeah. totally what about you i'm into it um i would say uh probably the same um i uh i definitely like a little missionary like you said being dominated um the one you just mentioned where you're laying on your tummy and he's behind what is you that called? Viewers, if you I don't know, email does the trick. Does the tricks? One. That one's a great yeah. one for for anal for me. That one's really hot. Oh anal. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this guy one time. <clears throat> it was so hot. I was in that position, and he had some coconut oil and was like rubbing it on mm. my back and on my ass and everything and then every once in a while like he would be rubbing my back and then he would um like as he was going up to my shoulders or whatever he would push into me and um mm -hmm. like we were having anal sex as well as when he was massaging me but it was like it wasn't constant it was kind of a tease and it was it was pretty insane yeah um i give it five stars Highly recommend, like, if your girl is doggy style, or whoever, whoever is doggy style, give them, a, like, a lower back massage while you're penetrating them. I don't know what mm. it is. It's great. Uh, mm. Super sensual, super sexy. Highly recommend. Absolutely. So, yeah, you that's a... Uh... tug and pull all the time. Right, right. Just Sometimes slide. It's like a... Yeah. Slippery slide. So it's a like ooh, like where did that go? Did I wow. tell you about this one? <laughs> this one time I, this one time I had sex with like uh this guy who was like really into Reiki healing and you know, mm. very spiritual. Like considered himself like a spiritual leader and healer and uh. <sighs> had like men groups that he went to every week and stuff like that hmm. and we <laughs> we had sex and he was nothing to write home about i'm gonna be honest but during the sex like he was like i think i was on top piv and i was like writing him or something and all of a sudden he puts like his hand in like right in kind of in between my sternum but a little bit lower like in my core <laughs> and he was just like mm. wanting to connect like chakra to chakra <laughs> like, <laughs> he kept on doing stuff like that and like stopping midway and be like is everything okay and I'm like I mean it could be better but here we are <laughs> It, honestly, by the time oh, we were done, I was like, did you think that you, like, Lord. spiritually healed me with your mediocre skills? No, sir. Right. You did not. not blowing me away. You did not no. blow me away. But, yeah, it was, yeah. his ego was a lot bigger than everything else. But. I thought it was funny. I still laugh about it. I still chuckle about it. I still hear from him from time to time. Um, really? Oh, speaking of. <laughs> I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about that. <clears throat> about dudes who like, not necessarily like bad pennies, but they do keep popping up. Mm. So you not that the not that that's what's going on with reiki healer right mediocre reiki healer um mm -hmm. but i had this guy contact me the other day that 
he does that. He just keeps coming back. Like it might be three or four months, but he keeps coming back. And the last time was before I was dating someone. And if you remember, like, I was like, no, 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 no. And then he wore me down and I said, yes. And then motherfucker came in the foreplay section of my program. I just mentioned how I'm really subby, but this guy's in his 20s. So it's easy to just kind of fucking grab him and take control. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't, there's nothing psychologically that I have daddy issues with about that. So I can just fucking, um, so yeah, I had him on top of, he was straddling me, titty fucking me. And I had this little buzzy, I have this buzzy vibrator that I hold between my fingers that I was catching him with. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was no time, um, before he came and which is fine, but then there's absolutely no concern about me or my orgasm at all. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> not even about touching me or anything. And I'm just, you know, remember I was like, God damn it. Why did I with this guy? Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was like, I said no for the longest time. And I, you know, he wore me down. So I said yes. And then I was sorry about it. So <clears throat> even if I did not have a boyfriend, uh, I would not. It, right. I ain't gonna do I'm not gonna put my hand on that hot stove again cause he just it's just a shitty fucking lover just terrible in the sack like just does not give a fuck um I say he's in his 20s he might be 30 now old enough to know better mm -hmm. old enough to know better right but um, that is so I don't know frequent unfortunately that is so that is such a common problem that i've had with most of my partners um i would say the majority of them actually just really very little concern over uh my orgasm which is one of the reasons why it's like we were talking earlier, like, asking for what you want. Like, I just think that we mm -hmm. have been told that really the focus should be on the man. Like, most of our partners are men. So, the men of the, the between, like, with sex. That the man's mm -hmm. orgasm is just, like, way more important for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just exhausting to explain or to find a partner that's like just GGG, like you said, like, and is concerned about your orgasm or being a good partner or an equivalent partner to what you are. Um, I would say right. like me and you both have people that come back, that come back through the <laughs> ghosts of our past or whatever. And I would say All that the, the, the main reason that I've been told is because, you know, I'm a good partner for them. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're a good partner for me. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, I, there was this one guy that I hooked up with one time. And it was really kind of like just me not... But, mm, like, I just wanted to get it. I just wanted to like see what it was about and then be done with it. You know, like, I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to test mm -hmm. this out. <laughs> I've always wanted to know. Might as well. I'm here. The opportunity's here. And it was absolutely nothing special for me specifically, but he contacted me 10 years later. I want to say Jesus. And he knew exactly what I wore. He knew the time of day. He knew what constellations were in the sky. <laughs> like he, wow. He like you rocked him in a way he a has not been rocked. He was like, wow, that is not normal. Like that is I like, not. I did not realize like in 10 years, like I'm like, yeah. I have <clears throat> figured out that 
I'm yeah. gonna go back to that girl and hit up Sasha Powers and see what yeah. what well. what what. Yeah, it's true. They keep coming back because you know they just do. They're barking up our trees. There, um, I mean, there's always gonna be people. I I tend to have a when I'm single. I tend to have multiple. I kind of call them my my little roster. Uh, I tend to have a lot of. Uh, long-standing casual partners. So, uh, some of the people that I've casually been hooking up with, I've been hooking up with for like five years, um, which is kind of crazy for for me to say, <laughs> but it's true. And we and we have like a very like we have it's I actually think that it's kind of sexy like we tell each other we're very honest we're everything's like flat on the table there's no games no one's trying to date anybody no one's trying to catch feelings we're not really trying to have conversations every day unless something interesting is going on or whatever um and then like it's just really respectful it's a respectful interaction and because it's been so long-standing they know my body I know their body it's great um, I don't obviously I don't have those partners anymore because I'm in an exclusive mm-hmm. relationship, but I would probably say that they are still around on the periphery, <laughs> just like there if I need them, but I will hopefully never need them. Um, but like, I don't know, having respectful relationships with my sexual partners has I tend to get hit up by people from years ago. Can't I'm really that. glad you have you have those relationships. That's cool. I find I find it's difficult. Those I think in my experience I think it's a little easier said than done. Because, like, Dan Savage talks about if you've got a friend with benefits that's still a relationship and you treat that person with respect and it's just like this dude I'm telling you about who just hit me up again recently, that's not what that was. It wasn't some mutually satisfying, mutually respectful. It was like... Uh, come fast and leave kind of thing and I just uh, I met him at a time a handful of years ago when I was in a really really bad the worst place I've ever been in my life and um, there was like I said he does not deserve a place on the roster, even if I wasn't dating anybody. So it's hard to find. I let, I love the fact that you do have those mutually respectful relationships where you're not talking every day. You're not together. You're, you know, even back in the, at the time, it wasn't like they were your partners, but it was a respectful thing. It was like, you could call dude. I can, I can think of three or four of them off the top of my head. They're not my lovers, but I can know, I can call them by <laughs> name. And, um, <laughs> what's up, yeah. dad, daddy, Dommy? You know, the one I'm talking about. What's up? <laughs> I wonder how he's doing. You have a role. You ever roll through some social media and check that? Ooh, boy, he was a, that was memorable for me, as I said, and I was nowhere near the situation. So I'm just so happy for you that you have that. Well, now it's like, they're actually, they all know I'm in a relationship and they're all like totally, you know, encouraging of that. And that's, that's where it's just really it is rare and I definitely don't take it for granted. And, uh, I encourage people like, I don't know. I, I love it. I love having casual sex. I'm just going to say it right here, right now. I love casual sex. I wish I could have it all. I wish I could have 
the relationship and casual sex, but I also don't want it, you know? I don't want... Right. You don't want an open thing like that either, right? That's not what you're saying. That's not what you're saying. But, like... Yeah. I would say some of the most fun moments of my life have been through casual sex. But... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a lot of horror stories from those eras. I mean... (laughs) books books and volumes and 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 sets of uh of of a lot of horror stories a lot of horror stories um so um i wanted to ask you did you we talked a little i've talked a little bit to some other guests about sugar baby stuff have you ever have you ever been a sugar baby I had a moment in my life where I was interested. Actually, it was when I was trying to move out of the state. Uh, And I was, like, outside of college, and I wasn't making very much at my office job. And it was definitely not enough for me to move out to the West Coast. Uh, And so I I think I signed up for, what is it, Seeking Arrangements? I think that's the one. and I had a, I had one person that was like really interested. He was from, he was actually from China and he owned some sort of airline company or something like that in China. And he, he was like offering me like a thousand dollars a month. And at the time that seemed huge. A thousand dollars a month to like meet up with him once and then like video chat whenever like a couple times a week or whatever um but i just i was so he, there was a language barrier for one and two i just really wasn't interested and i couldn't i couldn't i can't fake anything so if i'm not interested in that person sexually like you're just you're gonna know right away so uh yeah i couldn't do it i just couldn't do it right right yeah i totally get that um that would be it would be hard for me to put it out there if i wasn't into it definitely i would have a hard time to those girls that can charm their way through that even if they're like not attracted to them or stimulated by them, I don't know. How, I mean, escorts do it all the time. I just, I am, you know exactly what I'm thinking on my face a hundred percent of the time. If I'm pissed, you're gonna know. True, absolutely, <laughs> and I do appreciate that. You do not have any kind of poker face at all. No. <laughs> it's pretty apparent (laughs) absolutely Uh, well (laughs) i love it i love it how about um um how do you feel about um body hair like uh do you um mind discussing like how you keep yourself and like uh what's up so i actually i'm like fully shaven down there mostly just out of like convenience i guess um it's not necessarily like an aesthetic thing it's more of like a feel like it just feels better when for me if it's just fully shaven and th- I'm lucky enough to, like, not really have that much. So it's really low maintenance for me. I've never gotten waxed. Um, I've always wanted to try it, though. Uh, I, might do I do get Brazilians. Year. I do get yeah. them. And I've, I haven't had one since the end of September. So I'm going in this Thursday. And I'm saw, getting a Brazilian. I saw this uh, post on social media that was talking about like brazilian waxers looking exhausted the week of uh valentine's day because everybody's trying to get their appointment (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah. That's I want to try it though for sure. I don't I actually, I'm actually not scared of the pain at all. No, it doesn't hurt like no. When you've yeah. had tattoos and stuff, getting waxed just doesn't yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But you asked as far as my partner goes and I would I would have said that I don't really have a preference a while ago. But I actually I was um hanging out with this guy who was like head to toe full body like full body hair like 1970s porno body hair level and it i didn't have a problem with it aesthetically i don't mind it it's sexy like manly whatever it's the when you're fucking and it's obviously physically uh exhausting and then they're sweating and then after you're done you can't just like cuddle up on the bed because he's soaking wet and he he would literally go and stand in front of the fan and dry like blow dry his whole body To dry off before he was able to get into bed. And honestly, like, he was still, like, moist. It's, like, the weird wetness thing. Uh, That's the only thing. And that was because he was just covered. Like, I don't even mind a little bit of sweat. That's not the concern. Mm. It was, like, he he was getting all of my bed sheets wet. Right. Between the hair <laughs> and the profuse sweating, it yeah. was just a combo that, um, yeah, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'm the same way. I don't mind um, body hair on a man. Uh, I do think it's a really gross feeling um, when a man with a really hairy back shaves it. I hate mm. that. And then you can feel like it's just all stubbly and mm-hmm. I don't want to cuddle with that. I don't want to spoon mm-hmm. with somebody who's shaved his chest hair and it's all stubbly mm-hmm. <clears throat> or his back it's hair. It's very distracting. I and it's all stubbly. Mm-hmm. I would just rather, you know, the hair be there. I think, yeah, I think so. Um, and, uh, like, and I'm not trying to body shame anybody's hair or, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying personally, that stubbly feeling is, uh, a real turnoff for me. I don't like it. Um, but that's not an issue because my man has got soft skin. It feels so good. (laughs) Yeah. I would say... Yeah, my partner has like the perfect amount. It's there's there's definitely hair, so I know that he has testosterone pumping through his veins. <laughs> and that to me is sexy. Or like he he gets self-conscious about the hair. Like he has some hair on his um hands, like a little bit, not much. And he gets all self-conscious about that. And I'm like, "Oh my god, leave it." Oh, you're leave a man. It. Yeah. Like that I can is leave so it. And I hot. say you're a man. That's that's very gendered of me. Right. Women, men, whomever can have hairy knuckles, hairy hands, whatever. Yeah. I didn't mean to offend anyone. I like but a, I'm just like, saying as a hetero romantic person, mm-hmm. definitely uh I like that. Yeah, I like it with like a little like his hands are a little hairy and a little veiny. I like it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That is actually... I I have dated people that just naturally just don't have much body hair. Mm-hmm. And they're a little too, like... I think we've talked about this. Like, a little too pretty boy. A little too clean cut. Like, I kind of like him a little scruffier. Uh, in general. Definitely. So. Definitely. I, um... Once again, not knocking pretty boys or no. whatever, but I'm the I'm the same way. I've just preference. yeah, personal preference, and that's absolutely. I think I've always loved those. For me, differences 
and I've been with women and men and there is something about um uh the the feel the different skin the just all of it is super sexy I just don't want to put my arms around a stubbly now I might have some stubbly legs sometimes so that's definitely uh uh hypocritical of me I'm sure but there's just something I've different when it's over to... such a massive space of skin and it's all stubbly and you're trying to snuggle with it, you know? Yeah. You know, I've never had anybody, any guy mention my leg hair if I had any. Um, is it is that as big of a concern as it is for women? Do you think? Do you think no, more, I don't. Way more concerned with it than men. I think so. I think so. I definitely, I feel sexier if I've, you know, I'm not all stubbly. Uh -huh. But um, once again, that is just my preference. I tried like, or I say I tried, I just got lazy and didn't shave my armpits for a long, long time. Uh -huh. And, um, <sighs> they were probably hairier than they've ever been. Um, but it was, um, it just not, wasn't, wasn't any, it wasn't my thing. I shaved it. It wasn't my thing. But once again, um, whatever anybody wants to do, it just mainly was something that happened because I was, you know, it's the winter and I was being a little, right uh lackadaisical about it but um but do yeah you, i didn't <laughs> do me. you shave to go to the obgyn <laughs> um yeah i will clean up a little bit for that i'll Sick. clean up a little I went bit for this that week. uh i went on monday yesterday oh my gosh uh Good for you. I haven't been in a long time. And I, I hate was to like, go to oh, the fucking well, doctor. I mean, I don't know anybody who loves it, but did you yeah, shave? I was like, well, yeah, I was like, I should probably, I don't know, clean it up a little bit since she'll be down there. But I was like, I'm not going to waste my time shaving my legs. Like, she's not she's not even looking there. So mm -hmm. I didn't. And I didn't feel bad about it. Um, But I've gotten way more relaxed with that kind of stuff like I used when I was fresh out of like in college like I was freaking out every time I had to go to the OBGYN and was like shaving like and like putting soaps and making sure there's not a single smell or hair in sight like neurotic about it because I was just so self-conscious i guess yes uh, that's the way we're set up <laughs> right i yeah, can totally like, relate whatever. yeah totally totally like you just you know reason takes over and you realize <laughs> that this is a doctor yeah you know what she did she pulled what's that device called you know the like the duck a beak. speculum a speculum yeah she, she was like making notes about my discharge and she's like have you noticed this have you noticed that have you noticed this and I was like oh no not really maybe I'm not observant I don't know and she like pulls it out she's like it looks like this and she's like showing me <laughs> my own discharge and I was like this is interesting I've never <laughs> never had somebody else show me my own discharge but okay interesting it's fine everything's healthy we're good but good. it was definitely like oh wow that is very <laughs> invasive <laughs> right she's, pull she's checking it out and pulling stuff out yeah yeah like anyway. way to go yeah, I at some point need to go because um, just I do, but 
I also have an IUD. I don't know. It's been up there a while, but um, yeah, I don't think it's I expired or anything. <laughs> to get my Do pill, because oh, that's to the get only your... way that you can get a free... Uh, what do you call it? A free prescription for it. Otherwise, you have to pay, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Don't even get me started. Have you seen that Amy Schumer? Um, have you ever watched the Amy Schumer show? Mm, bits and pieces. I've seen some skits here and there on the internet. She did a skit where she goes to the pharmacy to get a prescription for her pills. And it's like this big, huge deal where the pharmacist is like, no, I need this, 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 and a signature of a man and permission from a man and, um, authority from a man, um, to give you these pills. And then she finally gets them. It's like this big fucking thing. And then realizes she has to do the exact same thing next month to yeah. get her pills again I whereas remember... you know like boner pills are like falling off the fucking trees oh, I, I mean i have a stack of those in my you know just from past uh they're so easy to come by you know yeah um yeah. i don't even use them and haven't used them in years you'll, but you'll yeah yeah you, they're like i said you could probably walk down the side there's probably some lane on the sidewalk out there which I'm we don't recommend, town. by the way. Don't. No, do not pick up boner, pills, pick up boner pills. Don't eat boner pills that first. you found in Midtown on the street. Yeah, go ahead and get that checked out. You might have a heart condition. Um, you never know. You don't know. And, you know, that is a buzzkill. You fucking stroking out in the middle of the action is uh, a real downer. Sexy. It's going to be <laughs> some. We don't want to have to talk about uh. that. On the podcast. Uh, we don't want to have to talk about it. <laughs> that, we don't want that horror story. Uh, no. I remember being like 22. Let's say 22. 23. Young 20s. And I wanted an IUD. And I was sexually active. And my doctor straight up told me. She's like, you're not in a relationship? And I was like, no. And she's like, and you don't you don't want kids? And I was like, I mean, eventually, maybe, I don't know. I haven't made that decision yet. And she's like, well, this is going to be for four years. So, um, really you should be in a relationship and advise with your partner if this is the route that you want to go on. And I was like, you are not going to let me not get pregnant between 22 and 26. Are you serious? And this is a woman telling me these things. I have had some crazy shit happen and some crazy questions. I told you the other day how I had a PA in a gyno office ask me if I was married. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like because I wanted I wanted an est, a battery of STI testing. And she was like, aren't you married or something like that? And it was just the most ignorant fucking. Yeah. In fact, I called back and said don't ever schedule me with her again i don't want to see her in fact i don't get a discount for the pa so how about you schedule me with an md how about that and once i got in with her she diagnosed right away was able to help me out i didn't feel like she was asking me a bunch of stupid fucking questions yeah, I went to an um, MD. I have to say that is always just a better experience when it comes to my women's wellness exam. Not necessarily for other things, but yeah, I don't know. I, I also, I did, one time I had to go to Planned Parenthood um, when I was really young. And it had nothing, I I wasn't. I was going because I think I think I thought I had a, a yeast infection or something like that, and I didn't have access to a doctor, so I just went to a Planned Parenthood. And so I remember going, and this is before I had like lost my virginity. So I was eighteen. I didn't have sex until I was nineteen. Um, so I remember going, and they did the exam, and I turns out I didn't even have a yeast infection but she the doctor like sat me down she's like I just want to let you know like 
it's really admirable that you haven't had sex yet and uh like was just going on and on praising me about how i haven't had sex at a planned parenthood exactly at a planned no 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 (laughs) i was like uh so uncomfortable because i'm just like so if i did have sex like are you gonna look down on me what it sounds like that's what they just said. If you were to be able to make some deductions there, that is just, well, uh, it is just, I, I, I'm sure that people listening, if you are a woman and you are listening to this podcast, you have probably had some crazy fucking healthcare story that really makes it so you don't want to go to the fucking doctor. I mean, I don't even, I hate to go. I haven't been in a long I time. Dread. Because of dumb questions. Am I married? What the fuck shit is that? No, I'm a big whore. Or actually, yes, (laughs) I'm married and I have other lovers. And yeah, like they can't even wrap their head around it. It's 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 absolutely wild how um, how often this is the first appointment that they did not so fucking ignorant relationship status. I don't even know why that is. That is just something that they should not be asking. It's just irrelevant. If you have questions, you can ask them. If you're concerned, you can ask them. But that should not be. um, I just don't understand what relevance that has to an exam. I really, I really don't. Uh uh-uh a sti or otherwise absolutely but well i have loved catching up sasha um i know you got to scoot on to your next hustle but um uh email us at horror stories um at gmail.com and tell us about uh people who keep turning back up out of the woodworks People who keep barking up your tree, um, tell us if you've had a Brazilian or if you like it all hairy uh, and why. Um, you know, talk to us. Let us know what turns you on. Um, I have loved talking with you, girl. And uh, yeah, Happy New Year. And I'm looking forward to the next Happy time. Happy New Year, 2023. Yeah. And we're 10 2023. <laughs> Yes, I'm so proud of us. We're going to always be back. Even if there's a little bit of a lull, um, Sasha and I are going to be friends forever. We love having this podcast, chatting, catching up. Um, We've had a really... We've had several fun guests. Um, we've had Quincy Crutchfield on. I've had my friend Cheese, my friend GK Callahan. Um, Cheese messaged me and said that he went to another sex club and topped again. Oh my and gosh, I know, geez. and it wasn't the same dude. It wasn't the same dude. It was a different dude. So I was like, I think maybe you need to come on the podcast again and talk to us about yeah about that so oh and snl had a skit about poppers which was really fun if you haven't watched um snl they had um aubrey plaza um handing out poppers at a club anyway i think that was the gist It, it was funny but um well have a good night suge and um we will talk with you soon this is horror story signing out i'm your host kelly with my co-host sasha powers to you i'm in kansas city she's in southern california and uh we've enjoyed talking with you this evening so we are horror stories signing out bye Bye, y'all Thanks for listening to Horror Stories. 
Tales of the Hustle. Inspire us. If you'd like to share a horror story, hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-R-E-O-R-S-T-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.